Okay, people, tomorrow morning, 10 a.m., Santa's coming to town. Santa! Oh, my God! Would you please tell him that instead of presents this year, I just want my family back. Rudolph, with your nose so bright, won't you guide my sleigh tonight? It must be magic. I must find some way to keep Christmas from coming. Nobody's walking out on this fun, old-fashioned family Christmas. Isn't there anyone who knows what Christmas is all about? True, Charlie Brown. I can tell you what Christmas is all about. Seeing isn't believing. Believing is seeing. The best way to spread Christmas cheer is singing loud for all to hear. Everybody, we're back for another week of Tis the Podcast, the podcast dedicated to keeping the Christmas spirit alive 365 days a year. I'm Julia. I'm Anthony. I'm oh my gosh, it might have been the first time we were actually in sync. Accidentally. Well done. It did not sound in sync on my end, which is funny. It never does, but we might be surprised. We'll just see what happens in post editing. <laughs> How are y'all? I am tired, but good. I drove to Pennsylvania today and came back this evening. Lots of traffic Why? this evening. Work, customer meeting. Hmm. Met my team and my team is amazing. And remind us, do you like Philadelphia as much as Tom likes Philadelphia? I like Pittsburgh. Uh, Pittsburgh. I Dang it. Loathe Philly. <laughs> the historical buff in me wants to love Philly. I hate the city though. Hmm. Is there any, like, do you get a Philly cheesesteak when you go there? Do you, do you? I did not. I don't like Philly cheesecake. No, you don't. What? No, I don't like cheese. Well, sometimes it's not real cheese. Do you like fake cheese? Sometimes. Yeah, I love fake cheese. Oh, I love fake cheese. <laughs> fake cheese has not hurt my stomach. <laughs> yeah, I just, I just don't like Philly. Like. I know Tom has said multiple times on this show that uh, New York smells like pee. And granted, New York is not the cleanest city, especially compared to like Boston and DC, but compared to Philly, it's clean. I just don't like Philly as a city. So I guess I remembered that incorrectly, Tom. I thought you liked Philadelphia. It's Pittsburgh. I've never been to Philadelphia. Okay. The Pittsburgh. The The prison is cool in Philly. Really? You know, the, uh, no, the big, uh, so when you got on tours, Al Capone was in it. Philly prison, to Eastern State Penitentiary. Oh, okay. Is it like old looking, like Shawshank Redemption old looking? Oh, yeah. It's like in the middle of the city. It looks like, you know, an old, like almost it's like in the a middle castle. of the city. Yeah. Like because the city, like, was built kind of around it, you know? It's like when we did Hocus Pocus, remember we said, oh, it was good attention to detail, how like, at the beginning, their house is in the middle of the woods and it was right on the street, like in the modern day. It's kind of yeah. like that. Like it's right on the street, like bars and restaurants are right across from it. Oh my gosh. That's cool. Is that a thing? Constructing an entire town around a prison? I don't know, but the tour is cool. Do it at night if you ever go because it's like creepy. And then around Halloween, they do haunted tours and stuff like that. But they people jump out at you. I have no clue. That would be terrifying. I don't like this. Julia, why was your day so good? I mean, it was a fine day. It wasn't like amazing or unfortunate or anything. It was just, it was fine. Oh. 
Although my friend did take a trip to Eureka Springs over the weekend and she brought me back some fudge. <laughs> so that did kind of make my day. Amaretto fudge. Yeah. I'm telling everybody in the family it has coconut in it so that it's mine and only mine. And I told Ethan, it tastes terrible. You definitely don't want to eat it because he likes and coconut. The, and they're not onto these tricks. Oh, of course not. Marty is onto the tricks. <laughs> But I told him Amaretto and he was like, yeah, that doesn't sound good. I don't know what that is. <laughs> Amaretto fudge? Yeah, right. Okay. Okay. He's a dark chocolate man. He's a man of simple needs. Simple wants, simple needs. Dark chocolate only. Um, how was your day? <laughs> My day has been awesome. How come? What's been going on? Work is just going really well. Pretty excited. Cool. We- <laughs> Uh, we exceeded our first quarter goals for pro revenue. Nice. It's like we might actually hit our enterprise pipeline. It's a good day. My team's, my team's hitting our goals. Um, yeah, very exciting. That's awesome. Um, did y'all see the new Jurassic world trailer that they just, you know, my answer is always no. I did. It's so good. I did. It's good. You need to watch it. Todd. They're all back. So glad they're all back. Did either of y'all listen to that podcast I told you to about Jeff Goldblum's secret tattoo? What podcast is that? I don't even recall. I don't either. Did did I not? No. What's it called? What's the podcast called? Under Understood. Under Understood. And he has a secret tattoo. Please don't read about it. Just please trust me. I'm not. I'm just looking for the podcast. Can I just say, you know how people always... You know how people are always like, you know, oh, name a celebrity you would like to go for a drink with or something. I feel like Jeff Goldblum would be a fascinating guy to like just talk to at a bar over a beer, right? Like, I feel like he's yes. so quirky. I feel like he's got to be like in the top tier of celebrities you'd want to have a drink with. I feel like that's accurate. Yes. Okay. Jeff Goldblum. Won't read it, but I will listen read to it. it. Just listen to this podcast. Honestly, this is one of my favorite podcasts in the entire world right now really all right I, I need a new one cannot stop listening to it is jeff goldblum in any christmas movies surely jeff goldblum makes it christmas wherever if, he goes if he's if he's not in any christmas movies i think they should cast him as neil's brother in the santa claus because i could <gasps> oh my god i could see that i would totally watch that that would be delightful <laughs> even though they don't look like brothers like at all no, but they, he could totally be another like pretentious like psychiatrist or something. <laughs> or he could go the totally opposite way and be like Neil is now. Yeah. yeah. Right? Like he could do either. He could. He could do either. Good old Jeff Goldblum. Well, speaking, Jeff Goldblum is doing uh, either. <laughs> I was about to say Jeff Goldblum's not in the movie tonight. Although wouldn't that have I like that. I it? like that segue, Anthony. Speaking of doing either. <laughs> um we are entering back into the world of hallmark tonight folks we've said it for years and years eventually we'll get to a point where that's all that's left we're not there yet but we are covering a 2020 hallmark movie tonight uh specifically on holiday 2020 doesn't it feel like it came out last year yeah it does yeah i feel like it got a lot of play last year then it did get a ton of play 
last year. Um, okay, so quick plot synopsis on this bad boy, and then we'll do histories. All my page refreshes. Okay. Uh, when Anna offers a stranded mother and her son shelter in a blizzard, she learns they are the royal family of Galwick. Anna shows the prince how they do Christmas in her hometown, encouraging him to open his heart and be true to himself. That's a pretty schmaltzy description. I almost feel like you could put that in multiple Hallmark movies we cover. That's probably true. (laughs) It's almost like there's a formula involved. Okay. That, that would be fun to do. Remember in Scream, the fantastic scene where it's like the rules to surviving a horror movie? Yeah. Somebody oh. should spoof that on like YouTube, the rules to surviving a Hallmark movie. I could see that. Number one, you can never have sex, which is also true in Hallmark. <laughs> oh, that's actually a, that that's, is a Scream one. That's uh, funny. Yeah. That's very funny. That might be the only one that crosses over. I think it is. Yeah. Um, okay, so histories with this movie that came out two years ago. Tom, you go first. I had not heard of this movie at all until I looked on the schedule and saw we were watching it. And then I went and watched it. I watched it, the part of it with my family. It was not a hit in Casa de Crow. <laughs> with anybody? For me, it was... It was what it was. It was a Hallmark film, right? <laughs> Did I'm Ellie expect- watch it too? I'm, I'm not expecting gold. Ellie, yeah, Ellie wasn't impressed. Sure. Okay. Uh, Anthony, what about you? If you recall two years ago when this movie came out, I thought it was last year, but if you recall when this movie came out, I mentioned, oh, there's a, a new Hallmark movie I actually really like, and I couldn't remember the name of it. But I told you, it's like the Royals, but it's not the normal Royals plot. And it was this movie. I really like this movie. I, I think this movie, I mean, it has actors and actresses who don't get a lot of Hallmark airtime, so they're not overused. It has terrific atmosphere. It's just fun. It's a why, dose of Christmas cheer I need right now in the middle of April. Why do you feel like, why do you sound like you're Stefan when you're saying that? <laughs> This Christmas movie's got everything you want. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know how I can list anything that would not be offensive, but. Oh, gosh. Um, I'm in the same camp as Anthony. So I saw it the year it came out. Um, I also thought it came out last year because it's on a lot or I felt like it was on a whole lot. Uh, so. I think I sat down and watched it in its entirety for the first time for this podcast, but like I do with lots of other Hallmark stuff, I grabbed enough bits and pieces in its original run that I feel like I, I saw it multiple times, probably if you piece all the piece, all the pieces together. Mm-hmm. Um, I like this one and I'm not typically a person that goes gaga over Royal Hallmark movies. So this one was a nice surprise uh, for all the same reasons. Anthony said faces that are a little fresher. Um, chemistry was good and this one ranks pretty high up on my good Hallmark content list me too me too 
So let's do casting credit. Uh, the director of this movie happens to have directed some movies that rank very low on my homework list. <laughs> for example, Christmas at Graceland, which I did not care for one bit. <laughs> but I think it's the Kelly Pickler Fackler factor. Kelly Pickler Fackler. Fackler, right? <laughs> I love it. Um, he also directed one that I wanted to see, but I never did. A Christmas Love Story that had Kristen Chenoweth in it. Um, I don't think I actually watched that one. I think you did though, Anthony, didn't you? Maybe. They all Maybe. blend together. It's got Scott Wolf I feel, in it too. I feel like I would have remembered both of Kristen Chenoweth. I don't watch a lot of her stuff. Yeah. Well, and she's pretty fresh to the Hallmark scene. Um, and she's from Oklahoma. So anytime she does something, I'm like, oh, kind of want to watch that. Uh, before we forget the Hallmark scene, we never covered this on the show yet. A big departure from Hallmark. What? Candace Cameron Bure. Oh, oh yeah. they've well, had a Felicia. few a few big departures from Hallmark. Winnie left Hallmark. She left Candace last left year. Hallmark. Right. Candace is leaving. And then, I guess this year would be her last year in movies. Yeah. And they just lost a third, but the girl did not look familiar to me one little bit. So it was just clickbait. Another big actress leaves Hallmark. And I'm like, I've never seen that girl's face in my entire life. So I don't Lacey know. Chabert is probably like, you know, rubbing her hands together like you are exhausted. right now. <laughs> she, <Out of> luck. <laughs> do, you, do you remember the Simpsons did it? Like, <laughs> The Simpsons did it during Trump's first big scandal as president that just showed Mike Pence in the vice president's office uh, whistling hail to the chief and crossing out vice before his name. <laughs> so, so, president Pence. so I feel like Lacey Chabert is like doing something similar. Like now she's a queen of Hallmark. Like, <laughs> I, Yeah, I mean, she would have been second in line anyway, right? Depends on who you talk to. Some people said she was it. Right, uh, right. I think well, she was second. Clicks. She was second after Danica McKellar left. She was third when Danica McKellar was still there. In terms of the number of movies than... you're there, I thought I'm... Lacey Chabert has higher number of movies than possibly higher number of movies because she definitely does a lot of the Valentines and weird spring movies. But I think Danica had the higher number of Christmas movies. Fact checkers out there, check it out. There you go. <laughs> we don't want to do our research, so please do it for us and let us know. We have a reputation. Uh, Lacey to Chabert. Lacey <laughs> Chabert is referred to as the Queen of Hallmark Christmas movies by the New York Post. Mm-hmm. What's the metric for? Just because they love her. Uh, I don't know. It's just. I mean, number of movies. I, got, I think she's uh, got more movies. A tabloid rag uh, run by a man named Pecker is definitely the source we want to. Uh... His name, his last name is Pecker. Yeah, it's unfortunate. That is really unfortunate. I changed my name. <laughs> I would, because then, like, you have kids and their last name is Pecker. Like, how are you going to go through middle school with that? That's rough. You think there's some like really innocent like family Mr. Pecker with the last name (laughs) Pecker and they don't and they don't like just get the reference so they're like oh our firstborn son we should name him Richard and it's Richard Pecker oh my gosh what if his name is Peter Pecker (laughs) (laughs) Pecker, this this episode is already off the rails (laughs) (laughs) can we leave Pecker in is that yes we can leave Pecker in okay I'm just checking 
You got that movie count yet? Because I think Lacey Shabir has the highest number of Hallmark movies. Uh, Candace has been in 10 Hallmark movies. Total. How many? How many? Uh, 10 Christmas, 24 non-Christmas. Okay. According to that article, but I'm double checking. 34 total. She only has 34? Doesn't it seem like it'd be that only, seems 10, way only 10 Christmas seems surprising, but I never watch hers intentionally. So I mean, we she did that amazing one we covered on the show, switched our Christmas. Yeah. She did the shoe addicts Christmas. Yeah. Hey, I actually like that. That's with uh, what's her name? Who's in that yeah, one? Yeah, that uh, one. Um, who is the girl in that Jean one? Smart. I like Jean her Smart. a lot. That's it. Sure enough, 10 Christmas movies to Candace Cameron Bray's name. Okay. What does Lacey Chabert have? I don't know. I'm going to check right now. Google fingers. Use the Google foo. There's a Valentine one that Anthony's talking about. Yeah. Oh, the Valentine one with Lacey Chabert where she makes the Valentine's Day cookies with the baker. Like she's a baker and she's in love with the guy who comes. <laughs> Who comes to the bakery and they make Valentine's Day cookies together? I caught that one a few times. Isn't there a Christmas version of that as well? <laughs> I got have one 12, for every holiday. Lacey's got 12 Christmas movies. Hey. How many did Danica have? Oh my y'all are gonna kill me, <laughs> bros. <laughs> it's especially funny. We all have the same internet at our fingers. Uh Danica has only been in 16 movies, period, for Hallmark. Total. Wow. One that's Christmas. Two. So Lacey Chabert, she's the winner. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. I'm I'm confirming. She's got a Valentine one too. Is she? Oh, I'm mm-hmm. so sorry. I didn't know that was a big Hallmark season. Well, it is. Have you ever seen their no. summer vacation ones? No, I have seen their autumn ones. The Danica autumn only ones. has eight. Danica is number three, Anthony. That's absurd. Wow. Not in quality, though, right? Quality is what matters. Fake news. <laughs> you, me, and the Christmas trees cover from last year actually looks really interesting. Have y'all seen it? Uh-uh. Uh, is she, is that she goes to the Christmas tree? tree farm? For those of y'all who can't see, it's got these knitted Fair Isle gloves holding a Christmas tree and Danica McKellar and generic Hallmark dude. I did hands. see that one. She's an arborist. I have a feeling that this one goes, is an uneven writing and rushed. She goes to the tree farm where she falls in love with this guy, but really she's diagnosing his tree issues. And yeah, I saw that <laughs> what? One. And I saw this? this one too. And this is the oddest match because this guy Christmas is like a million years older than her. And there is like zero chemistry between them. She's 55. But she does not look as old as that guy looks no, and they had no doesn't. chemistry not a good one sorry danica you can do better christmas at dollywood did we do that one i feel like we did not because april hasn't been on for that nope we can let sure. april know she's got another one in the pipe in the works <laughs> Wait, what's a hallmark talk tonight folks because <laughs> yeah. that happens i suppose that happens in every hallmark movie is the same how old did you say Dana McAllier is? Isn't she close to 55? She's 47. Hey, close enough. Oh my God. When you're talking a decade, I don't think she would like to hear you say she's close enough to 55. Less than for the love of your life. 
the love of your life would not want to hear that anthony you know what if you're right I, I i retract that statement because she was nice enough to say in the audio she did for us anthony i heard i was your childhood crush <sighs> thank you so much so i will retract that statement for danica she was super sweet um Okay, so while we just talked, we spent a lot of time talking about high-profile female actresses in Hallmarks, this one, it really isn't. So the hero, the lead female character in this one is Laura Osnes, and while she's definitely been in some Hallmark stuff, her face isn't in as many of these as the ladies we just talked about. So um, you might have seen her in some non-Hallmark stuff, like uh, she apparently played Shirley MacLaine in the Fosse Verdon FX miniseries um, that also had, um, what's her face in it that I love so much? Michelle, Michelle something. Michelle used to be married to Heath Ledger. Williams? Michelle Michelle Williams. Yeah. Um, I like her very much. Uh, you also would have potentially seen her in some TV series. One episode only. Um, she'd show up here and there. Uh, she was in a short movie, Downton Abbey, at 54 Below, whatever that is, where she played Lady Sybil Crawley. It's interesting. Hmm. 2013. Um, she's only done three Christmas movies on Hallmark. Yeah, so not that much. So she's but a newer face. We might be seeing a lot more of her with this mass exodus. And you know, I'd be okay with that. I liked her. I liked her a lot. I liked her a lot too. And you know what I really like? I'm going to go to sleep. I'm going to fall asleep in front of a Hallmark movie this Christmas with a generic blonde and wake up with the movie she's in and not think I'm in the same movie. <laughs> there you go. I don't know. I still think I was go. in the same movie. <laughs> I, I really feel like I really feel like they could again I've said this before they could just start changing out one cast member at a time throughout the movie have a completely different <laughs> cast at the end and nobody would notice <laughs> we should do we should do that for April Fool's Day like just, just do a whole episode and then like a third of the way through I drop halfway through Julia drops <laughs> by the end Tom drops and it's just like a whole new like three hosts by the end um okay so our main um male character so the love interest uh james gallant in the movie is played by aaron tavit um who apparently is american which wasn't super surprising because i wasn't completely convinced by his accent it was fine but like he sounded galwick he sounded like every galwickian i've ever met every galwickian you've ever met um he is both an american actor and a singer um it looks like he's known for originating the roles of gabe in next to normal and he played Frank Abagnale Jr. in the stage version of Catch Me If You Can on Broadway. He was in, he played Angelos in the Les Miserables musical movie. Oh my gosh. So he's got some talent. He and does. he's got a recurring role in Schmigadoon. I do have, have you- a question for you, Julia, as the only woman on this show. Did you find him cute? Yes, quite, quite cute. Did either of y'all watch Criminal Minds? Did y'all, either of y'all watch Criminal Minds? I mean, if it's on and there's nothing else on, yeah, sure. He reminded me of Spencer. Oh, I don't even know. I feel I like Criminal Minds falls into that category that John Oliver deems like only your mothers and North Koreans trying to learn English watch. I mean, it's calling Law and Order, right? It used to be good. Boom, boom. Speaking of Law and Order, watch, watch <laughs> he's, in two, he's in two episodes of SVU. No, but I've heard Schmigadoon was good. Didn't you watch it, Tom, and you really liked it? 
I watched a couple episodes. It got old pretty quickly. Um, it's got I mean, it's Keegan musical Michael Key and Cicely right? Strong. Yeah. And Fred Armisen. Oh, okay. It's got a great like cast, Fred but it really Armisen. let me down. Oh, don't let me down. Um, he was in some episodes of Gossip Girl as well. Uh, Graceland. He was in um, One Royal Holiday. So in 2020, and he's had a few things since then, mostly TV. So he was in American Horror Stories, Schmigadoon, like Tom just said, um, as well as the TV show, The Good Fight. A few episodes of that. So this guy is really not known for his hallmark. Only one thing. Well, we will see if we see more of him in the future. Um, playing our main female character's dad is a face that, I mean, we definitely recognize, I would assume. Um, Ed He's Jordan. A character actor in a lot of TV stuff. That's right. It's actor Tom McGowan. Um, and where would we have potentially seen Tom McGowan in? Which uh, one of us are you asking? Seattle? Because we have two separate answers. All of us. Everybody. Frazier. Frazier. Raymond. Bad Santa. Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Three episodes, apparently. Principal LaRue. Oh, he was. Honey, Those I Shrunk the Kids, the TV show. Modern Family, The Good Fight. ER. He was in The Family Man. I forgot he, he was his, in The Family Man. So we've his, technically sort of covered him without actually covering him. His first movie was the last mo- of the Mohicans. Wow. If Wait, you were I'm to curious. ask me, if you were to ask me, <laughs> hey, you know, Kenny from Frasier, what do you think his first movie was? Top 100, I'm going to rattle off. Last of the Mohicans is not one of them. Not one of them. <laughs> but I also would have pictured him in Sleepless in Seattle either. I think he, I think he's Meg Ryan's boss or something at the paper. Okay. Okay. Right. Maybe. Okay, I, I just I just did a quick count of his filmography. This is how often this guy shows up in things. This is the eighth thing we're covering. He hasn't necessarily appeared in every uh, TV episode we've covered, episode. but eight, eight of the properties we've covered, he has been in in some capacity, which is crazy. Love it. That's the best. Uh, do we like him as a father figure in this one? Because from a Hallmark him. perspective... He's the dad. Loves he's the dad. Loves how awkward he was when he first finds out they're royal and he does a little bow. <laughs> or the curtsy. He actually tries curtsying for the queen. <laughs> <laughs> he's quite wonderful. I liked him. Um, switching to the other family. So our prince, uh, James Gallant's mother, plays a pretty big role in this one as well. She's the queen of Galwick. Um, and she's played by Victoria Clark. Uh, whose IMDb photo looks drastically younger than she does as the queen in Hallmark. So I was thinking the same thing. (laughs) Am I right? I was like, that's her. Wow. Um, So she uh, is also known for her musical abilities. Um, She was the understudy in a Stephen Sondheim Sundays in the park. Um, on Broadway, which is pretty impressive. She's from Texas. She studied music at Yale. So we have a lot of musically talented people in this particular movie. She was in that Mystic I did not Pizza. Realize. She was. She was also uh, singing voices in Anastasia, one of my favorite non-Disney Disney movies. That's one of my two favorite non-Disney so Disney movies. That one and The Swan Princess. She's got another couple Christmas movies on here. 
Christmas camp. Well, Christmas love camp. While we're on her, can I just say regarding love this letter, movie? Sorry. I know Hallmark and Netflix and all these channels do a lot of the royal movies, but I like that they kind of subverted this mother is not like uptight. Like she's actually like happy and like into the whole living as a commoner thing for a while because usually you get the queen or the king being like no you have to marry another royal put the kingdom first and i like that they this one was different that's right it was and that's such a such points for this movie from that yep um i thought she was great i believed her um she's also not british her accent had she didn't need issues, to be. She's but she's she got wiki. She's got wiki. That's right. <laughs> Forgive I really me. need. I really need you to stop trying to impose British <laughs> linguistic like, like no, the the. <laughs> okay, I don't even know where I was going now. It's a decent question, though. How come all of these made-up kingdoms from Princess Diaries to the Christmas Prince to the Night for Christmas to this, how come they all sound British, even though they're all separate kingdoms? Because Because it's a royal That's what we associate with royalty. Yeah, because it sounds royal to us. American ignorance. You're not going to get, like, Texas Texan royalty. Howdy, y'all. Welcome to my kingdom. It just doesn't gel. (laughs) Hope my knacks didn't nice. bother you too much. <laughs> <laughs> Go ride my steers now. Oh. Um, we, as we do in Hallmark movies, have sidekick characters as well. So no change there. We're still really sticking to the formula. We're just playing it fast and loose with some of the archetypes we typically see in Hallmark, and we're making them better. So our girl sidekick for Anna's character is Crystal Joy Brown. She's the mayor of the town that her dad has the inn in. And um, one, she's a woman of color, which I greatly appreciate anytime I see that in a Hallmark movie. So thank you, Hallmark, mm-hmm. for that. Um, she a woman also... of c- color in power, because normally they're like... Yes. Yeah. She was yeah, typically that it's was like cool. a gal pal, right? Yeah. But she was a gal pal as well as girls got herself a very important job and takes it very seriously as well kingsbury that's right so she's the mayor of all 12 people in the town (laughs) i mean you gotta start somewhere okay um big shocker here um she is also very talented when it comes to the singing uh she started on broadway multiple times um one of them specifically she's played eliza in hamilton Okay, so she has also starred in some TV lately, specifically The Equalizer with Queen Latifah. I love Queen Latifah. It was in, I did a voice in She-Ra. I think Anthony probably knows her best from Psycho Stripper. Oh my gosh. That's 100% correct, which is an awesome movie. No, I'm joking. I don't know what that is, but it sounds interesting. <laughs> it's a TV movie. Nope, it sure doesn't. She was in an episode of Castle, SVU, um, like Tom said, She-Ra, she was a uh, Nato. Oh, she was Natosa. You know what? Yeah. In the new She-Ra show. Which I didn't watch, but I do like that character. I hate that animation style, though. I do, yeah. too. 100%. Uh, Tom, I'm just going to say this. You're, that trolling worked on another level. Because did you click on that? It's about a male stripper, not a female one. Oh <laughs> so gosh. you trolled me inadvertently <laughs> on two levels. <laughs> His skill. <laughs> oh, I'm good. What does that earn you in Reddit? Like a gold star? What do they give you in Reddit for being amazing? Gold. Awesome? Gold. gold. Well, now they have like 67 different awards for weird stuff. 
<laughs> Got to keep adding him. Um, so our main guy has a guy pal as well, who happens to also be head of the security t- detail for the Gallic royal family, um, yes, played course. by Bradley Rose. And guess who, guess where I know Bradley Rose from? Anthony, where do we know Bradley Rose from? Peloton instructor. Peloton cult. That's right. So this isn't the he first a- Christmas thing we've experienced, Damon, because he has some awesome Christmas rides. He does have some awesome Christmas rides. Um, so Bradley Rose has done some acting, lots of TV stuff, some shorts. Um, he is actually British. <laughs> so he might be our only person whose accent is genuine, although not genuine. Galwickian, you're about to say Thank it. Thank you. Thank Ryan. you. He was on SVU. Uh- I think he everybody was on this on show was on SVU. Of SVU Every, well. Okay, that means nothing. My uncle was in three episodes of SVU. And that's not a joke. He it. really was. I love it so much. Um, Literally everybody's been on SVU. L- let me just say, by the way, I do think he had a more princely look to him than the actual prince in this movie. He looks princely. The other princely. guy was just sulky. I could see it. The other guy he needed to cut his hair or something. Like he didn't look like a prince. I don't know what it was. Um, I, I it looked real. His hair looked real. It wasn't a Moon Knight situation. One last person to mention. Um, Dad has a lukewarm until uh, that simmers throughout the entire movie love interest. So another Hallmark thing. Mom is dead. It's just dad and daughter. So that brings up feelings at Christmas time. Um, but at the end that he runs is a cook. Her name is Diane. She's a lovely woman, very motherly. And, and we all know where this is going. It's Hallmark. So no, we didn't know where it was going. Cause let me tell you, when we met the single mom and the single dad, I thought they were going to hook up by the end. The first time I saw it. And that's why I wanted to happen. You mean the, the queen, the queen, the queen, and the dad. Him. Yeah. Oh, you thought that I could see that. I could see that. They, they had good chemistry together. She, they did have good chemistry together, but so did this chef lady with the dad too. I thought they had good chemistry too. Anyway. Okay. Shall we get into the guts of the movie? Sure. This is where we take the plot of another Hallmark <laughs> movie we covered and insert it here and see how many people even notice there's a difference. <laughs> okay. Anna Jordan, our main character, is a nurse at a hospital. And at the very beginning of the movie, we see she's working like super hard. And at the same time she's working really hard, we get another view of the conference room, um, big to do at the same hospital she's at, uh, with the Queen of Galwick and her son uh, presenting a speech. And aren't they giving the hospital money, their thanks, as well as an endowment yes. of sorts, saying, mm-hmm. Thank you so much for caring for our king, my husband, his dad, so well while he was here. Uh, so we get a little backstory. Um, the king is now dead, but while he was alive and they were in town, he got sick. And so he was cared for very, very well. He had heart um, problems, right? He had heart problems. That's right. So she's very appreciative. And that's why they're not in Gallic and they're here um, in the States at the time. They came to do this thing. Uh, so done with the speech, everything's great. Anna is ready to just stop working for the holidays and head home to the small town <laughs> drinking game. 
Which uh, not a lot of nurses have that leisure. So nice hospital she works at. Yeah, for the holiday season to not have to work. That's impressive. I was trying to figure out what kind of nurse she really was, which I guess she'd have to be on the cardiac unit because later in the movie, she talks about going up and down the hallway right around where yeah. the de- or she's ICU. If you're an ICU nurse, you're not leaving for the holidays. Mm-hmm. Anyway, suspend reality. It's Hallmark. So she gets to go home for Christmas and she's very excited about it um, because her dad has this quaint little inn and it's home and it's Christmas. Quaint. That inn was huge. Yeah, it was. Big yeah, they end. act like it's a small little thing, but when they go to it's the, it's really room, not. It's got a big old ballroom in it. It looks like a. It looks like a, a double tree. It does uh, look wait. like a double tree. It's not fancy. It's not nice. But I right. can't wait. I can't wait to bring up my favorite. That's what she said. Moment in a while when we get there. When we get there. Um, so Anna's leaving town. So are the Galwickians, the Galwickian family, the Galwick family, the Gallant family from Galwick. Good gracious. That's a lot of G's. Um, good gracious me. So they're leaving town. And of course, what does the queen want on her way out of town? She wants some tea. So they stop at a donut shop because the guy driving the car has a really terrible Boston accent, really bad. In fact, most people that are supposed to be from Boston in this movie have a really unfortunate, terrible Boston accent. Yeah. Real Bostonians have a really unfortunate, terrible (laughs) Boston accent. Uh, Do you not remember when it was voted that they have the sexiest accent in the world? Oh my gosh. (laughs) Do you not remember that, Anthony? (sighs) Anyway. Okay. So we find, we get our meet cute in a donut shop where the prince goes in, in a bit of a hissy fit mood. Like he's very uptight. Okay. And that's just who he is. He's very, he just wants to get home prince. He just wants to get home. I have to correct. Okay. Most recently it is the second. Oh my gosh. What's the first Texan. Oh my Lord. Are you just saying that? I mean, personally, I think the top three are all wrong. What's the third one? New York. That is shocking. Nope, I'm not just making this up, Anthony. Huh? It's a it's sponsored by Boston. Yeah, it's a Boston yeah, that's news a station. Bias. That's a little biased. Okay, here's from today.com. Oh my god! 2019. Where where where's the 2020? There haven't been any others because nobody cared. It's are they basing it? Are they judging it based on like hot guys from that area? Because I would agree with Mark Wahlberg and Matt Damon. I don't know. <laughs> I would not. But it's call everywhere. Thrillist, New York Post, Bustle. Just clickbait. Yeah. Um. Okay. So. The queen wants tea, so he goes into this donut shop to get tea. Okay, we need to pause. She's been <laughs> what, in the donut States. shop has tea? She's been in the States for a few minutes. Well, where, where does she think she's going to get to go tea in America to begin with? She yep. has no idea. They have royal. tea at donut shops. Uh, our donut shops. Nope, you're getting coffee and diabetes. Yeah, not like generic ones like this that are like, you know. Like I'm sure Dunkin' Donuts has tea, maybe. Yeah, but the little, ju- the little like not in. I mean, in Boston the pe- they might, but not. Yeah, they totally do in Boston. Yeah, well, I mean they have tea at this place. It just didn't resonate it's, with me because here open. they don't do that. <laughs> so he he goes Probably in. She's in. in there at the same 
same time ordering a donut and she gets like two Christmas crawlers for the price of one. And there's a reason why I'm mentioning something with such specificity. Yes. She turns around because she's sweet and precious. She really is a very nice character. And she offers her extra Christmas crawler to this stuck up prince. Well, this high strung prince. And he's Who like, she doesn't know um, it's a prince yet. That's right. She doesn't. It's just some guy in line. And she's like, oh, you want the extra crawler? And he's like, uh, no, thank you in his accent. And so she's like, suit yourself. And so she eats her Christmas crawler, tells him how delicious it is. And he's like, what you really need to try is a, I can't remember the name of Galwickian it. Galwickian Yule, Yule log, log? <laughs> Yule cake. Galwickian Yule cake. cake. I think it's Yule cake. Yeah. Something like that. Cause it wasn't the, yeah. Right. I'll, t- and, I'll tell you this. This is another trope. Yeah. Not the food. The fact that we have a royal walking around with a very lax security in a foreign country. <laughs> well, they explained this already, Anthony. And, you know, based on what I read from your book, I don't think I would really point to that as a as a trope. Hey! Hey! I specifically leaned into the tropes. <laughs> I, okay, as long as we're owning, because I very much remember Anthony's like the most powerful leaders in the world. Um, yeah, I do like, I did like that you were, you were, you were ahead of the, you were, you were ahead of the game and trashing Russia too. Of course I was. So more, pro, more props to you there. <laughs> if you don't know, Anthony wrote a book and a bunch of us read it. You can check it out in our feed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, got good feedback, people. So check it out if you haven't. Yeah. <laughs> um. So we have our meet cute. Um, he tells her she's really missing out, not trying the Galwickian treats. And she's like, huh, I guess I might have to do that someday. <laughs> Mom comes in, Queen comes in at the same time and is immediately charmed by the girl and is like, hey, where's my tea? And her brother, her son, her son goes, here you go. And she's like, oh, I want a donut too. So we have this cute little, they've all lightly met each other. Although nobody knows it's the royal family at this point. I think the royal family does. The queen is precious, by the way. Anna doesn't know (laughs) it's the royal family at this point. Man, you're smart, Alec. This guy is, this this, this prince, I just just can't get into him, y'all. Like, he's unnecessarily short and rude to this person who's just being nice to him. It's because he's got to have somewhere to grow. He's entitled. He's a royal. Yeah. So while they're talking in this donut shop, um, the drug comes in and he's like, Hey, here's the deal. A storm's coming and I can't get you where you need to go in time because guess what? It's Christmas. So peace. I'm out. I mean, he's a little more gracious than that. And he has better reasons, but that's essentially what he says. So what we are presented with is a solution from Anna, the nicest person in this movie, aside from the queen herself. She's like, hey, guess what? I'm going to my dad's inn. There's plenty of room for you to stay. Therefore, I've solved both of your problems. One, I'm getting you out of the storm. Two, I'm giving you a ride. Oh, three problems. She solves three. Third, you have a place to stay. And queen is like totally on board at this point. Um, Prince is like ruffled. He's like, I don't think we can do that. And she's finally just like, get your life together. We're doing it. But like in a nice she, way. She literally says there's plenty of room at the end. And I was thinking to myself, they should have put them in a barn. <laughs> should put them in the manger out back. <laughs> yes. So she loads um, them all up in her well, Jeep. Wait, wait, wait. The mom ate the donut. 
Did we say that? Yes, she did, and she loved it. And she and said, she, "She said, you know what this is like." <laughs> a Galwicky and Yule log. That doesn't sound right. I think it's Galwicky and Yule cake, right? Is that it? Yule cake. That's right. I keep wanting to say Yule log. Um, that's right. So we get a little like there is immediate chemistry between the Queen and Anna. Like they have 100%. a sweet little right. Like they like each other. It's cute. It is cute. So when they get in the car, mom's like, oh, there's all out of room in the back. You're going to have to sit up front with this cute girl. That's right. Yeah. And we get she, queen is pushing it hard. She's pushing it hard. <laughs> so we've got the queen and the security detail in the back sends in the front with Anna and the whole drive to the inn is, is the writer of the movie displaying to us in most ways possible oh yeah, this guy's a royal and he's not used to any of this and he's highly uncomfortable. So never ridden the front seat of a car. It's still a big secret, all this stuff. Um, until halfway when, wait, that's not when they spill the beans. No, it's a car they spill the beans because then when they get to the inn, she No, they dad. spill the beans at the inn. It's and at the inn because dad knows first. Queen has just no barely. problem spilling the beans at all. Right. But Queen's Prince like, thinks tell them. it needs to stay under wrap. So they get to the inn. They show up. Dad comes outside. We love dad immediately. He's super precious and sweet. He misses Anna so much, so very much. And he's so happy to have company. Let's so, like, describe Anna's- this inn for a second. Where are the other guests? Not only is it huge, it is in the middle of nowhere. Like it is Where on this like, mill- mountainside <laughs> with nothing around it. Right. And where are the guests? We don't get a lot of exterior shots either. Yeah, and there are like no other guests. It's like just oh, no. them. all the exterior shots of this film are like Moon Knight <laughs> level bad CGI. <laughs> that's just going to be a thing now, isn't it? It is. That's how I'm going to. I'm just going to keep trolling Anthony with how bad Moon Knight CGI is because it makes yeah, me happy. I agree. I feel like you. it's more you trolling me because I'm the one that's like it's not that bad. I really don't think it is that bad. Anthony totally believes is agreeing that it's bad. Um, but this this is bad. Like when you see them in front of their their castle when they go back to Galwick. It looks yeah, bad. it's some stock photos, and it is interesting. Point though, we're used to royal holiday type Hallmark movies where they are set in the castle right mm-hmm. where girl goes to we said are. castle and that's the environment and this is totally flipped they've taken the royals out of the castle and they're bringing them home the royals the are the fish out of water and that's i right. liked it better i, I did too do. yes I and that's really not a knock like we all loved crown for christmas yes but and christmas prince yeah we like this trope yeah and the reverse is nice I really like verse is very nice. Um, so it all comes out at this point on who these people really are. Yep. Um, the dad is super cute when he finds out he doesn't have bowing and curtsying. He doesn't know how to Anna Anna is upset because she's like, that whole time you didn't tell me that I was talking to the queen of Galway. That whole 15 minutes we rode in the car together. That whole drive. You were so (laughs) wrong. You treated me wrong. Right. And so it's 
expressed by the prince that he really wants to keep it under wraps, right? Like, please don't share it with everybody. So what happens? But immediately gal pal mayor comes in and she's like, that lady looks just like the prince, the queen of Galwick. Oh my gosh, it is. And she wants to put it all over social media to drive tourism to the town. That's right. I mean, you know, so here's where our story becomes the journey at which our girl and our boy develop a relationship. And it is the prince thawing out to actually just be himself, which to Anthony's point is incredible to see the queen encouraging the entire movie. And the queen not saying she's not, you know, girl is not good enough for you because you're a prince. None of that happens. The queen spends the entire movie telling the prince, your dad was king for a long time and he did things a certain way. Now it's your time, right? And yep. it takes a while to learn it. And she's very encouraging. And I love this queen. She's wonderful. She's so sweet and wonderful. And I love her so much. She is. Um, the prince thaws out during the movie. Um, we get nice little mini scenes with him and Anna. As Anna, Anna thaws out too. She, I mean, she, she stays whole, pretty much the same. But the whole thing is about how she won't, she can't love. Her heart's broken. You remember the quote at the beginning of the uh, movie? Hold on, I wrote it down because it's so over the top cheesy. She's in the Is her heart broken because her dad died? I mean, her mom died? No, she was in another relationship. Oh, I totally missed that. And that's why everybody keeps asking her if he's her boyfriend that her dad had talked about. Uh, her her the other nurse says maybe if you went uh you know to they were talking about that big gala she said maybe if you went you might have you might meet someone and it says oh i'm perfectly happy right here and she says healing other people's heart you're always healing other people's hearts what about yours and she said my heart is just fine simply following the advice we we give all our patients once you're back on your feet avoid anything that could cause further further damage (laughs) i like that advice Solid advice. Um, My so advice is she just don't do. use your heart and it'll never get hurt. <laughs> Construct a wall around it. It's fine. Yeah. It's fine. Get yourself in, you'll be good. <laughs> um, we get cute scenes where it's the middle of the night, like standard Hallmark scenes, right? If they're at an inn, there will be a nighttime scene near the kitchen where they are yep. consuming some kind of Christmas good. In this case, it's hot chocolate. And it's funny to me, he makes a comment. Because he's down yeah. there for some midnight, you know, whatever anyway. And he's like, why during the holidays must Americans insist upon hot chocolate? And she's like, did you? It's this hot chocolate, cider, and eggnog. That's right. None of which originated in America. In America. <laughs> none of which, I mean, cider is not going to be out of place in Northern Europe where Galwick supposedly is. Apparently all they drink there is tea. It just felt felt very weird. Just tea. We have Um, entire songs about wassail. I do have entire songs about wassail. Um, We get some heart-to-heart moments where he talks about missing his dad and she talks about missing her mom. Um, Can I, At the same. I have another, I'm sorry. I have another question. I've stayed at a lot of hotels and inns and never once have I gotten up in the middle of the night in my pajamas walk down to the kitchen to just raid the fridge <laughs> is that something people actually do at princes do apparently oh i guess so i guess so and he's also traveling where his 
his pajamas have they been had his his security detail that uh, that also serve as his footman and iron his pajamas for him <laughs> so pajamas do actually play a whole separate role in this as well because there's a big uh, yearly gala that goes on in this town uh christmas gala but it's not the kind of gala you think everybody wears their pjs which uh, is kind of sweet this is a ball right this is a ball, a ball. yeah that's right yeah she never wanted she didn't want to do the christmas ball because she thought mo- her mother didn't like them but that's true. but as dad said your mother loved festive balls that's what she said doesn't it keep going though Oh, it does. It does, but they had to have known what they were doing. You can't <laughs> stop, won't stop. <laughs> Come on. Oh. You both thought of, I know Tom thought of me with that because he texted me. <laughs> <laughs> I sure did. Oh, man. Oh. Yeah, how many giggles on set that day? I don't know. There had to have been some. Um. <laughs> Okay, so then no Wiccan balls. <laughs> at the same time, their relationship is budding. They're also planning for this ball. Um, and as happens in Hallmark movies, something is not going exactly right with the ball. We are running into issues with the ball that need to be fixed. And who helps? We have to adjust the problem. We have to adjust the ball. <laughs> adjust the ball. Who helps fix but our fish out of water prince rolls up. We in haven't there had such a good conversation assists. about balls since planes, trains, and automobiles when he said nobody fondles their balls more. You're like Larry Bird. <laughs> uh, because the 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 site. So that's another thing. This is a Christmas Eve. The whole town comes together on Christmas Eve again. I, I find these things weird where everybody leaves their family to go be with a bunch of other people. <laughs> on christmas eve but they do it and wherever they're going to have it the roof leaks and there's snow everywhere and there's nothing they can do about it and they can't use the community center because it's decorated for christmas morning because again why they have another event they do christmas morning yeah like i'm sorry but i don't want to be with everybody and their (laughs) dogs on christmas eve night and christmas morning so it doesn't make sense but I get they have to do it that way because they have to build the story, right? It doesn't, they have right. to tell us why they can't do it at these other places. But right. nobody thought about the ballroom at this <laughs> hotel for the ball. That's right. That's right. In fairness, because it's not really a ballroom. That's like what you said earlier, it's like a double conference. tree in conference center. Right. And they all talked about how beautiful it looked. And I'm just thinking, man, this is like, this is like the, this is like, you know the way they would decorate a room to go hear a tony robbins speech or something you know what I mean? it was fine it was fine <laughs> you know you know i was thinking tom but they were they kept gushing saying, over they, it when they kept saying that i kept thinking remember uh arrested development whenever he brought up Anne, they're like her i kept thinking whatever they thought they were like i was like this this <laughs> <laughs> i'm not saying it was bad but they they gushed over it like they had you know what they were they gonna the, say it's perfectly mediocre or just not comment and be like, yeah, this mm, that'll do. Oh, that'll please, do, pig. That'll do. Wow. 
<laughs> so the <laughs> prince brings pick. up both the venue, how to decorate it, and also encourage, let's make it a formal affair. Wouldn't that be super fun? Let's make it fancy. Well, well they, she stuff. has that line, it's supposed to be casual. And he said, this is casual for me. And it's his like full-on three-piece suit. It's his cute, fancy clothes. <laughs> so it's like they're bringing the royal experience to this town. Like, I get it. Right. It's what they know. It's what he does well. So that's his level of expertise. Um, he is undergoing a personal struggle because every day they wake up, they think the storm has cleared enough to go. Okay. And at the beginning of the movie, he's very antsy to leave. Um, mom's not super antsy. Um, the Bradley Rose security detail kind of toes the line. And once he meets Sarah, the gal pal mayor friend doesn't want to go (laughs) what did you think of bradley rose in this movie i think he's precious i think he did a good job bradley rose is such an enthusiastic guy they could have gave him more personality in this movie he had some super cute moments like where he peeks out right because he's like a covert security guy and he doesn't like to be super obvious i thought he was adorable yeah that was creepy but he (laughs) He is very toned down from Bradley Rose in the Peloton experience, right? So that was different. Yeah, he's a bit muted, Um, but he's wonderful and I like him. So Prince is struggling because he's got to make this big speech and he really botched it last year, apparently. (laughs) Even his mom was like, it wasn't your best. So he's rewriting it and he's stressing about it. Anna offers to help. There we go. Like, you know, more of the matchmaking moment. We get some montages out of him. Um, oh, and he yes. finally gains. I don't know anything about royal speech writing, but I will help you. <laughs> she's, you yeah, she's a cardiac to, nurse. Since you haven't That's hired right. anybody to fix this problem this year and win you some points, rando person you just met will help you write for your people when I don't even know where your country <laughs> is. Yes, this all makes sense. Um, so she helps him with that a little bit, but what really clinches their relationship, I feel like the trust element and all of it is when him and his mom are talking about what good care the dad received when he was at the hospital, why he was there, cardiac reasons. And the fact that that's why they were in Boston in general. And she goes, wait, what hospital? In Boston in general at Boston general. Right wait, you said cardiac. That's where I work. And so he's like, did you know him? He would have gone under an alias, uh, Mr. Blobbity Blob. And she's like, I walked by his room every day. And so I didn't buy this for a second. She said, she said, I didn't know him, but I must have walked by his room every day. Yes. And there was a key there that will, that is important that she didn't know who he was because that comes back later. I did not either. I don't know why he, nobody realized that AJ was Anna James or whatever her name was. <laughs> First of all, even if he's there under an alias, okay, that room is still going to be swarmed by security if a king's in there can operate it. <laughs> and they're going to close off like the whole floor to everyone but non-essential staff. Like, I don't buy that for a second. It's just Galwick. Even in my book, <laughs> they rented out the three floors at the plaza. To protect the world leaders. <laughs> Just saying. Uh, so, Tom, why does that become important later? Oh, because after he goes home, you know, well, Anna and um, Galwickian Crown Prince have a have a talk, and she's like, 
he gets a phone call about a problem at the at the palace that only he from thousands of miles away can deal with. I guess they call him. Well, were, it's the picture a, of them together, and he right, feels. Oh, that's like, that's what it was, right? Which I thought was ridiculous. He was. It about, would have been better if it was just a problem at the palace. But this was him saying, "People are going to think I don't care, and then I'm gallivanting with women, with American women." That's right. So, so sorry to the, interrupt. This picture, this picture that was taken of the two of them on a carriage, which that's not the angle the picture was taken from. That's not where the photographer <laughs> was. That's not where he turned from. First of all, we skip right. that whole scene because I love that scene because mm. they're going out in the snow and he's wearing dress shoes and she warns him, you're going to slip. They're waterproof. But they're waterproof. And she's like, just don't slip on property, okay? <laughs> just, and uh, of course he slips later on. So she's like, okay, you're going to take the carriage home. And he's like, well, I'm not going to ride home alone. And he does the romantic. He picks her up in his arms and like, it's very it is cute. Romantic. It yeah. is very cute. forthcoming, like very forthright. Like, I'm just going to assume that I can pick you up and put you where I want you to go. They have chemistry. I don't know. She did not dislike it. Magna Carta. Anyway, so uh, this picture comes up and, and she's like, okay, maybe this Prima Nocta. Prima Nocta, yeah. <laughs> maybe this won't make fun of, maybe this won't work out after all. And we're going to go ahead and I'm going to tell you it's time for you to leave. So he wakes up in the morning. Dad says, oh, we had more snow. And he gets so excited and looks like a kid on Christmas and opens the door and sees it was only a small amount. And he's like, but I guess you can still go. Oh. So they leave. He doesn't tell Anna bye, gets on the plane, flies across the world, shows up at the... Bad C.J. Castle. Castle. C.J. Castle. Looking like, does not look like he's been on a transatlantic flight and coming from the airport. Wait, wait let's focus on that castle for a minute because... Yeah, I get it. It was green screen because unlike the other movies that took place at the castle, so they had to make it look realistic. This one didn't. But this looked like, remember like in the 90s when like friends like Joey would take Rachel out on the boat in the Hudson, the bad CGI, (laughs) or like on Seinfeld where George and Kramer went rock climbing and it's really bad CGI. Like that's what this looked like. Like it looked bad even for a Hallmark movie. It, was it really did. Bad. Yeah, it was. Okay, so funny story about what happens next while we're watching this, right? We're, we're watching this at, at the dinner table. Um, and um, we see everybody else is dressed for the ball. Anna's not. She's still in her bathrobe. She's getting get ready to get ready to get ready. Her dad walks in the love interest of his had a dress left for her by the queen yes and he tells her you're not going to work tonight you're going to enjoy it everything's taken care of they leave anna's going to get dressed she gets dressed and goes outside and uh, she gets a text or an email from crown prince telling her i did my speech you should watch it and he talks about her in it mm-hmm. he had told and she mom, sees it he told his mom, I just know she was the same AJ. I know this was her. This is fate or whatever. And I said, oh, great. Now he's going to come up behind her. And Ellie goes, I don't think he's going to come. He's all the way across the world. And I was like, oh, he will. Well, if he doesn't, I have a bet for you. If he doesn't, you have to bake me a cake. And I said, okay, I'll take that bet. That, that, I'll take that bet. And she's like, and it has to be chocolate. And I said, okay. <laughs> no sooner did she finish than he shows up behind her after she watches you. Oh, no, I don't get a cake. Oh, oh, man, the timing. I know. 
you should really surprise her this week- weekend and like make one overnight while she's asleep. Oh. We had those like hidden veggie chocolate frozen muffins, you know? Oh yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah. So I made her one. I made her one of those. Oh, that's I'm super not, sweet. I'm not gonna leave her out and put a little bit of oh, you know, on it. That's so that's so cute that <laughs> she's still young enough to not realize all Hallmark movies and give her just life. a few years. That that innocence, like that innocence going into this, that childlike. <laughs> um, and he ends up finding out. He's like, he's like, are you sure you didn't know my dad? Here's his picture. Oh, I did. That was another name that he went by. She said, and my name tag. There was already another Anna, so my name texted AJ. Oh, it was you. You helped my dad. You helped my dad fall in love. Oh, they're gonna be together forever. Mom <laughs> showed up too. She flew back across the world again. They just did two okay. transatlantic flights, not worried at all about global climate change, just so that he could have this one moment with this girl. This was so stupid. Again, the stupid hospital thing. Because you know what? You know what would happen in a royal situation like that? If the king went there and then died in the hospital. The king, the Wait, queen, and the prince would literally die. would still literally go around shaking hands of everyone who took care of him because that's what royals do. Oh. Um, I think he, well, he would, didn't yeah, and die. If, just and if this lady, AJ, was so incredibly important and made such an impression. Wouldn't when they were in the in there donating all this money because of her, wouldn't he have asked for it? Like asked right. to meet her? Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? For once I would like one of these Hallmark movies to, you know, still end happily, but end kind of like that episode of Friends where Ross flies to England to meet Emily and Emily shows up on Monica's apartment. <laughs> That's a lot more realistic. Um well, yeah. So, I mean, you just wrapped up the rest of the movie. They're in love. They're together. He surprises her back in person, defying the laws of time and air travel, probably. Um, and Bob's your uncle. Gal so, pal and guy friend pair up. So are Dad we to assume they all moved to Galwick or whatever it's called? I don't know what to assume at this point, which I'm know. not unhappy with. Right? Like, I feel like it could go lots of different ways. I mean, her friend spends a good two or three minutes talking about how relationships across oceans can actually work. Guess what? You can travel there. He can travel here. You can make it work. So I don't know. I kind of liked that they left it not obvious, right? Until we get a sequel. Which I hope we do. I think if we didn't get it last year, I don't think we were going to get it, honestly. Yeah, probably not. So interesting little trivia bit about this one that I just saw was this is the first movie, um, first movie to go into production in Connecticut and on the East Coast during the COVID pandemic in June. The first movie. So. Impressive. They did a good job. I like this one. I wonder if they broke a bottle of champagne to celebrate. Oh, I don't know. Um, it had really good music in it. The Christmas yes, music that was selected was great. I'm pretty sure they even had a Zoe Deschanel Christmas song in it from She and Him. It sounded just like Zoe Deschanel. And um, again, the atmosphere, like yes, the ball ballroom aside, the house no, it, looked it beautiful. It felt Christmassy. Yes, it felt very Christmassy. It felt very Christmassy. And how gorgeous is that carriage? Yeah, like all of it. It is the She and Him Christmas waltz. Oh, it definitely was. That was Zoe Dishon at 100%. Yep. 
Um, Which it didn't it didn't go well for them waltzing though. The later rendition they played while they were actually waltzing at the ball. Oh, a not a true waltz. Even but he waltz. acted like he he acted like he was giving her some golden gem that nobody's ever heard of. Have you ever heard of the Christmas waltz? Yes, everybody has heard of the <laughs> Christmas waltz. So we just sang it. Come on now. Get your life together. Frosted window panes. Uh so my least favorite part of the show. I mean, one, not my least favorite part. Uh, the Linus moment. Does it have one? Uh, yeah, when he gets home. Okay. Worst when moment. he's like, oh, this is, and, and you know, when he gets home, the entire uh, speech he gives is all his Linus moment, making it available mm-hmm. to all the Galwickian Oh, God, these names for these made-up kingdoms are so dumb. We have a country Genoble. called we have a, Genoble. We have, what was it? We have Genova. a country called Geneva? the Genova. Netherlands. The Netherlands. You nice try. That see, the Netherlands has made a place for Peter Pan and Captain Hookcliffe and Tinkerbell. <laughs> <laughs> One of my favorite yes. friends. Yes. Of the- <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Um, okay, so then if we agree it's a Christmas movie, where do we rank it? I gave a crown for Christmas an eight. I like this one slightly more, so I'm going to give it an 8.5. I'm going to go ahead and come in at the same level. I'm going to give it an eight as well. Um, I didn't quite like this one as much as a Christmas crown, which I gave an 8.1, and I'm going to save everybody math and just come in at an eight. <laughs> okay, perfect. <laughs> I give this an 8.167. Wait, what did you okay. give it, Anthony? An eight. 0.5. Oh, you gave it 8.5. Okay, then I'm gonna give it an I'll give it an 8.25 to save easy math. I'd like to start <laughs> rounding these things off. I really couldn't care less between a crown for Christmas and this one here. That gives us an 8.25. I'll uh which it, ties it number 17 on wow. our list, tied with Love Actually, Santa wow. Claus the movie. And almost Christmas. There's a All right, I gotta ties. change. I gotta change my vote again. <laughs> I'm not. My heart's not in this voting thing. <laughs> I feel I yeah. Know. If it's on, I'll watch it. I'm not gonna go out of my way to watch it again. I totally will. I really liked it. <laughs> Tell us what you thought. Hit us up on all of our social media. Go to linktree.com slash tis the podcast where you will find where you have access to our Twitter, our Facebook, our Facebook page where all the action really happens, and our all but defunct subreddit. Instagram. <laughs> and Patreon. Patreon's on there as well, right? What's the what's this Patreon you speak of? You can get full and bonus episodes for as little as a dollar a month. And if you're listening to this today, it drops sometime before this over the weekend uh an episode in which me and julia talk the new fantastic beast movie will have dropped i have been on fire on that patreon lately (laughs) two episodes guys come on now um i've recorded one and we are gonna be on fire because it's not just talk this year, guys. We're going to cover all of our holiday stuff in advance. So we're not scrambling like we always are in October and November. Well, there you go. You just jinxed us again, Anthony. <laughs> <laughs> 
what do we have coming up in the next few weeks? Next week, we have one of the most Christmassy movies we've had on the list for quite some time. Next week is Jaws 4. With? The Revenge. With Jay Skipworth of Filmship Podcast. Oh, excited. easy week for the three of us. Yeah, yep, we no just, research. Necessary. We just phone it in. And out there, somebody saying to themselves, "How is that different from any other week?" It's hey, no, we came. Fact. We came loaded this time. We had it. We all. We all engaged this time and brought our A game. Oh, and the week after that, I'm so excited because I haven't seen this animated special for years. It's from the '90s. It's called Noel. It's like a German animated special. It's in English though, but it's like German produced. It's about a little red Christmas ornament on a tree. I am not oh, familiar wow. with this. I'm thrilled. Can't wait for this one. <laughs> Sounds amazing. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, Noel. Good stuff. Good Christmassy stuff coming up, especially Jaws next week. I'm super jazzed about it. Um, y'all do your homework because in just a short, and I do mean short, 5,856 hours, it's going to be Christmas again. Whoa, that is absolutely insane. That's only 244 days. That's only 34 weeks. Irma Gersh. You know what's also amazing, guys? Julia remembered to do the countdown tonight. I did. No prompting necessary. (laughs) I win. I'm invincible. (laughs) Bye, y'all. Bye. Bye. Walking in a winter wonderland